0: Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. For those of you that listen to my podcast, Spazzing Out America's Podcast, you know that this podcast is mainly... A political or news type podcast where I bitch and moan and complain about liberal mutants and I point out their hypocrisies and all the garbage that I cannot stand that's happening in the United States of America. But today I apologize. I am going to take the time. I don't, it'll probably be a short podcast to explain what has happened uh, to me and at, at WEEI radio station in Boston, Massachusetts that I work for. Or that I worked for, why I was sacked, why I was canceled, and why I was fired, and what exactly happened and what went down. I'll, I'll tell you as much as I can. But before I do get into that, before I explain how it all went down and and I will explain how the whole how it all came uh, together and what happened and why I got bounced. I want to just say from the top that Greg Hill. Uh, for more than 20 years, has been a an amazing boss, a friend, and a mentor to me. He has always had my back, and he did, in fact, go to bat for me on this issue. He did go in and speak with management and speak with corporate and stuck up for me, and I appreciate that, and Greg is a great guy, and anybody that is saying that Greg uh, could have done something for me, he tried to. Greg has, for a very long time, had to go and speak with management because of me for many reasons. There was the Michael Vick thing that I caused. There was um, a, a time when I made stupid comments about Barack Obama that Greg had to go in and talk to management for me. There was a time with uh, Singular Wireless where I, I ran through an event with no clothes on that Greg had to stick up for me. There, were, there was a time when I uh, ripped on a play, the, the play called Rent, that was advertising with the station, and Greg had to go and deal... And stick up for me. Plenty of times, Hillman has gone to bat for me. So please, enough of the Greg could have done something. He 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 tried. On this one, corporate wasn't having it. And I will get to the whole thing and I will explain it. Now listen, Ken, Curtis, Courtney, Wiggy, Christian Foyer, Lou Maloney, Grash, Keith, Jeff... Uh, who's the boss over there, uh, the PD, all great people, all very supportive. So any of the comments against any of these people or if they could have done something for me, I'm the one. I'm the one that let them down. I am the one that caused the problem and I will explain it all to you. Let me go back to my birthday. Right, Right here, let's go a little bit further back. Back in April... I wanted to get back in the radio. I reached out to Greg. Greg got me a job working at WE at WEI. Now, I'm pretty sure at the time that the people that were uh, that that he had to talk to didn't want me to work there, but Greg said, "No. He's good at what he does. He's a hard worker. Give him a chance. He'll show you that the person that you guys think he is, it that's not him. He's a hard worker, and they gave me a shot. And I did everything I could. Over the last nine months, is it nine April? So it's uh, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. All right, so over the last months, I did I, I did everything I could to prove myself. It, it's my goal in life to make myself invaluable to any organization that I work for, whether it be Take Junk or whether it's uh, Buy Properties Cash, or, meaning my, uh, my home investors franchise, anything that I do, I want to make myself irreplaceable. And I want to work as hard as I possibly can to be the best at what I do. And over the last nine months, I did everything I could to push myself forward. If there was a shift, I would do it. If there was something that needed to be done, I did it without complaint. I would get it done. Simple. I wanted to prove to Greg and to the people at WEI that, that I am, in fact, good at what I do. I know I'm good, but you have to prove it to people. It's not enough to just say you're good. You have to You have to take action. And I believe that I did. That's probably one of the biggest things that bothers me, but I'm not really upset about it. It's just one of the biggest things that stinks is you, I had to humble or, or I don't want to say humble. I, I, I for nine months had to bring myself down to a level that I know that I'm better than to try to advance myself. And I'm okay with that. Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to start at the bottom and I worked for basically nothing. $13.50 Thirteen fifty an hour is its garbage. I know I'm worth more money than that, but I, it wasn't about the money for me. I could make money and I have been with my other company with Take Junk to support my family. So it wasn't about that. It was about getting my foot in the door and trying to build myself back up. And I was doing it pretty well. So well, so uh, uh, so, so good that at the point before I got fired, Christian Fourier was trying to get me to be a part of his show every single day. They were going to have me do non-sports topics on their program. Now, when it comes to sports, let me be clear. I know more about sports than I let let on to to, to people to believe. If you're from Boston, guy, you know about sports. Like, don't be a mutant. I love the Patriots. I know football. I love uh, the Bruins and Celtics. I'm eh. I, but I still watch a lot of, uh, of the Celtics, and I can keep up with it, and the Red Sox. It's not that hard to stay on top of four friggin' sports. It's not that hard. And, of course, over the past nine months, I've got to learn more about it because I listen to people. Honestly, I just, if you want to learn about sports, listen to Gresh. And if you want to well, listen football, listen to Gresh. Baseball, listen to Bradfoe. Do you want some uh, hockey insight? You know what? I, I guess I would stay on uh, with Keith. Keith, Keith he, uh, Rich, knows a ton about hockey. Or you just listen to Mike Milbury. Listen to Razor. Celtics, Gary Tangway. It's not hard. But, I, but again, I, I was in honors uh, science when I was in high school. AP science. I'm not going to walk into NASA and act like I'm a fucking scientist. So I'm not going to walk into WEI where the sports people work and try to be them. I'm different, so I bring a different twist, and I try to be the best at what I do, so you guys do the sports talk. I'll bring something different to the sports situation, and I thought I was doing that, and I think I was doing a good job at it. Now, let's fast forward, so I'm there, April. I work. I work. I work. I work. I work. I work, and now I have uh, my weekly segment on um, on the MFR show on Meloni and Fourier. It's called Spazzing Out Sports, where I go out, and I record audio, sports-related, with street mutants. I go and find people, and I ask them questions, and they give dumb answers. It's pretty good radio. As a matter of fact, it's great. I love it. It's radio gold. Um, so one of the segments will go to my birthday, uh, December 3rd. On my birthday, I'm in studio, and I say to the guys, I say, you know, on, on Courtney's birthday, I come in, uh, in my underwear on Greg's birthday. I come in on my underwear. I bring him a birthday cake. It's my birthday and I get nothing. You know, I wanted to bring in strippers to give Fitzy a lap dance today, but I couldn't put it together. I just, I, I thought about it last minute. I couldn't put it together that day. No biggie. Everybody, me, it was me and Lou and Fitzy in there. And we're all joking about it. And they're like, Oh, you should have brought him in. Clearly they were joking. So the following week I said, you know what? fuck it. I'm going to get strippers to come in. I, the squire in <clears throat> Revere had uh well, well let, let, let's put my wife has a connection with the, with the squire. She knows the owner. So she puts me in touch with the owner. I talked to the guy I said, Hey, looks like you guys have a charity event that you're going to plug on Friday. This is, this is the Friday that just passed. Not, not today, the other Friday. So I, I I'm like, Hey, why don't we have four girls come in and let's give Fitzy a lap dance. That was my plan. I don't tell anybody about it. Let me be clear on this. I purposely, and this is where I hung myself. I purposely do not like to tell people what I'm doing or what I'm creating because they will say fucking no. They will say no. If I have street audio and I let someone listen to it, they will say no. If I have a bit idea and I tell them what it is, they will fucking say no. A hundred out of a hundred times they will shoot your fucking idea down. So I learned long ago, or I've all or I've believed long ago um, about my content, I would like to hang on my own noose. What that means is I don't want my boss who I care about. Don't get me wrong, man. I'm a loyal dude. I love my bosses. I really do. I was loyal to Ron Valeri. I loved the guy when I worked at WAAF. Did, did we have spats? Did we have arguments? Did we not agree on everything? Sure, but I absolutely loved the guy, and Jeff and and Ken. I love them guys. I would uh, bro. I'm telling you, I would do. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for these people. The problem is, sometimes I believe that I know. it's just going to sound cocky, but it's not. So don't take it that way. Sometimes I believe that my ideas are so different. And so, and not that strippers is a fucking big, like, Oh, what a great idea. People have been having strippers on the radio for years. It's just sometimes that I, that I think, um, that I have an idea of of a piece of content that I want to do. It's controversial. It's going to push the envelope. It's going to make people feel uncomfortable. And believe me when I tell you, I want nothing more in this world than to make you feel uncomfortable, because if I'm not pushing the envelope and I'm not making you feel uncomfortable, then I'm not worth listening to. There's no reason for you to turn on the radio and listen to me if I'm not making you fucking squirm. I want you to feel uncomfortable. Of course, I want you to laugh. Of course, I want you to be entertained. But at the most, I want you to just sit there and be like, what the fuck just happened? I want you to think about it all goddamn day, five weeks. I want you to remember a year, two, ten fucking years from now. I want you to come up to me and say, I will not resist. And for those of you that know what that means, you know exactly what I'm fucking talking about. I want to push the limit. And when you're pushing the limit, sometimes you don't think straight. This This is why I worked great with Hillman. When I worked with Greg, I knew where my limits were, I knew where I could go, I knew if I did something, the Hillman would be fucking disappointed, and I couldn't deal with the disappointed, I need that, I need a Hillman in my life, I didn't have that on, on Merloni and Foyer, I didn't have someone to be like, shit, if I do this, I'm gonna be crushed, Greg wouldn't fire me, but I'd just be crushed, At look, I could, I could. it's like Bill Belichick looking across at you, would be like, fuck, it's like Coach O'Reilly telling me, you're never gonna play another down of on football, when I fucking cheap at some kid on the sideline. You'd be crushed. I don't feel that way about my bosses. I love them. I don't feel that way about other people I work with. But there's Hillman had that on me. Because he was my mentor, friend. I mean, the guy made me. He helped me become who I was in radio. I'm sure he doesn't want the credit for that. Point being, hanging on my own noose means this. I don't want my boss. I don't want corporate. I don't want anybody telling me I can't do something. Because then I'm hanging on their noose. Meaning I just go on the radio and I do what they tell me to do. And I don't think it's good radio. Well, I'm going to get fired anyways. I'm going to lose either way. I don't want to lose because they told me not to do something. I'm not hanging on my boss's noose. I'll hang on my own. And I did. I hung on my own noose. I brought the strippers in. I thought it went over well. I thought it was good radio. Unfortunately, I don't think you guys can hear the audio. I thought it was fantastic. It was a great hour of radio. I don't think anybody has laughed that hard in that fucking studio in 10 years. I don't care. It's giving myself a lot of props, but whatever. I thought it was a really good segment. And I hung on it. I brought girls in. And there were multiple other reasons. It wasn't just the strippers. There were multiple other reasons that I really can't get into. Um, 90% of it was the dancers. The boss doesn't want that kind of stuff for his... It doesn't, doesn't work... For WEI I, I totally understand that EEI is not that kind of a station It's a sports station You don't do strippers at EEI Someone said to me You should know your audience I, I, I don't I'm, I'm real humble here guys let me, let, me, let, me be, let me be serious I appreciate the opportunity That I got at WEI Odyssey I, I've worked at Enercom For 15 years previously Now I'm back for another year I, I love that company Dave Field Great guy Uh, Mike, Mark, all the guys over there. They're all solid people. So I have nothing bad to say about anybody there and I will not. I enjoy my time there and I appreciate my opportunity and I'm extremely sorry that I messed it up and got bounced. I feel bad for putting other people in a tough spot. I do. Would I do it again? I I probably would have because I'm so stuck on getting content Out there, or something that I think is funny, I'd probably do it, and I'd probably get bounced again. But I don't want to make this something where I'm upset with Entercom because I'm not. They didn't. I, you know, they didn't fire me. I mean, they fired me, but I left them no choice. You have to understand that. That this is how it looks. I want you to look at it from a corporate point of view. You have a guy that is already known for doing things that make people feel uncomfortable and has been suspended at this very company. I think I got suspended four times uh, when I was working at WAF. So you already have a guy that, that, that's somewhat of a problem, corporate-wise. Then you have a guy that, that doesn't ask permission. I didn't go up the chain of command. I skipped everybody. I'm not asking anybody. I'm gonna do what I want. That doesn't work for the corporate world. Had I asked, they would have said no, and I probably still have my job. And uh, and in the new year, I'd be on uh, the afternoon show doing a, a hell of a lot more stuff, and I'd have a great job, and I'd help those guys win, maybe. And I and I don't know. Now, when the guy told me say, so you should know your audience, in my head, I kind of chuckled. I didn't say anything. I just. Say, so, yeah, you know, I should know my audience and I should. I wouldn't have said that you should know your audience. What I would have, what I what they should have said is you should know uh what the station is trying to, to aim for because the station's audience is 25, men 25 to 54. Men. Let me say that again. Men 25 to 54. I don't know a guy, 18 to a fucking thousand, that doesn't like strippers. I don't. I don't know a single dude that doesn't like tits. I don't. Not one. There might be like five guys in the entire universe that don't like peelers. And if they say they don't, it's because they don't want their wife to know. They're like, I don't like strippers. Shut the fuck up. Everybody does. Listen, again, I I love everybody there. My boss... He likes strippers. The, the owner of the company likes strippers. Every fucking dude that works there likes strippers. Joe Biden likes fucking strippers. Bernie Sanders likes them. But that's not the point. The point is, the people at Coca-Cola, they like strippers, but they don't have fucking strippers dancing on a Coke can. Do you know what the NFL, they like strippers, but they don't got girls swinging around the goalpost. I get it. I did. I made a mistake. I should have known the brand and that that doesn't work for the brand. I could have come up with something more creative. The truth is it's low hanging fruit. It's not that creative to bring strippers in. I thought it would be funny for a minute. I thought it was going to come and go and they would get the plug their charity event. It didn't work out that way. As for me, I am going to be fine. A lot of people are sending me things saying, you know, oh, keep your head up, keep your chin up. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a completely different person than anybody you have ever met. This doesn't set me back. It makes me more motivated. It puts a chip. I have a chip on my shoulder. I've had a chip on my shoulder my entire life. Not a hump. I'm not the fucking hunchback. But my entire life I've had a chip on my shoulder. It just makes the chip bigger. It makes me want to work harder. So that I can do something. To prove people wrong. I am upset. That I hurt anybody. I'll wrap it up like this. I am. The only reason I am upset about this whole situation. Is. For the people that put their name on the line For me. And I let them down. I hate that. Hillman put his put his neck out there for me, and for about nine months, it was looking like he was a genius, and I blew it up. Ken put Ken hired me. He put himself out there for me, and it was looking great. And I know that the the that the people that were working uh, at corporate at the time didn't want me working there. No one ever said that to my face. I just know. I rumors go around and things are heard. And that's okay, because I have no problem with those people. I, I, I appreciate that they tolerated me and gave me the opportunity to prove them wrong. And for about nine months, I was proving them wrong. For nine months, it was like, wow, I this kid's pretty good. And then I blew it up. I blew it up. I thought I was, I, honestly, you, you get to one of those points. You, I knew I was going to get in trouble. But I figured it was one of those. This is going to be really good. People are going to like it. They're going to laugh. It's going to be funny. And then I'll get into the room. They will give me a hard time. I will apologize and it will go away. I honestly thought for sure I was going to get suspended. That's what I thought. I thought that I would get suspended. I I did not imagine I was going to get fired. And when I did, I handled it like a big boy and I will continue to handle it like a big boy. I'm sorry to Greg. Ken, Curtis, Courtney, and Wiggy. Sorry to Gresham Keith and their producers, Andy and Chris. Uh, and Chris, Shime And Chris Shime. I'm sorry to Maloney Malone, and Fourier, to their producers, uh, Ryan and T. I apologize that I put Ifitsi, dude, Andy Hot guys, I'm sorry that I put you in a position. Where you might have been culpable in my stupidity, which is another reason that I don't tell anybody anything, because that way you don't you're not you don't get in trouble, because I set it up myself, and I and in that instance it didn't work out. Hell of a way to go out. Pretty damn good radio. Most of you guys will never get to hear it. I don't know if it's deleted or if you or if you can still have access to it. Um, if you missed it. I'm sorry. If you, if you got to hear, to hear it, then you know it was pretty damn good. I don't know what's what, what's going to go and what's in store for me next. Of course, I will uh, continue pushing forward with my company, Take Junk. I will try to find a job in radio. I'm, I'm real passionate about creating content. I love to create content. I, I'll do anything for a great piece of content, man. I, I absolutely love it. And before I go, Hillman, I... I I'm really sorry that I let you down. I apologize. I just really—that's a tough one for me. You know how I feel about you. I'm so sorry that, and I, and I, and look, I, I, you're like, you'll support me right to my, to, you'll support me to the end, and you'll tell me to my face to, hey, Spazzy, don't worry about it, no big deal. Um, it's a big deal to me, and I'm sorry. I apologize. All right, guys. That's, that's it. That, that's my piece. Um, hopefully that kind of summed it up on, on everything that happened. And I appreciate all your support, but I'm going to be all right. Do, do me a favor. Listen to the podcast because that's basically all I got left. Spazzing out America's podcast. I guess I could start ramping it back up and get back to doing it five days a week. So maybe after the new year, after Christmas, we'll start off with a bang and we'll bang this puppy out five days a week and maybe we'll get into different topics. Um, you know, other than just ripping on mutants. Maybe we'll do some sports. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what it, what, what, I don't know what the next step is. But I appreciate the sport. God bless. God bless America. And Merry Christmas.